tonight is the halachas of what's called Dover Kharif, which uh, is referred to in halacha as sharp foods. Um, we'll go through some of those halachas. What, what, what are the sharp foods? What significance do they have in halacha? And some practical, we'll go through some practical examples of that. Because um, I'll recognize the fact that we, we, we live in the world where one of the most common issues in, in, in the world of kashras is the issue of absorptions, that there, there are flavors which go from foods into utensils, from utensils into the food, and create all these fascinating scenarios that the rabbi has to deal with. Uh, milk, inflation, something Russian kosher, etc. How do we deal with all those, all those issues? So there's a certain hierarchy how they work. And within that hierarchy it came along with Chazal recognized that something which has a sharpness to it functions differently than the average item. So um, there are four or five areas where we deal with what's called Dover Chorus, which is sharp, different than the, the, the regular food. Number one, one of the, the uh, axioms in the rule of, of absorption is you need, you need heat. Absorptions require heat. So if I put two cold items next to each other, they don't absorb from each other. I put some. I put some cold milk into a flesh of a, 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 a pot. It's a clean flesh of a pot, and I, by mistake, I put pour some milk in it. Pour it out. Wash it off with cold water. No problem, because it doesn't absorb without heat. Double carb can absorb without heat. That's the first extraordinary thing that double carb has. If I, if I, it, together with the power of what's called ducha de sakina, through pressure of a knife. I should have put that on the list also. Um, Sakina, through pressure of a knife, it can absorb. So if I take a, um, a flay sugar knife and I cut an onion, so the onion, is, it's cold, it's a cold knife, clean knife, cold knife, cold onion, everything is, everything is cold, and the onion becomes flay sugar. Let's pass one of this back. You can there also. So that's, that's something extraordinary about the Rechorv that has the ability to, to, to through Duch through Sakina, it can absorb without, without heat. That's number one. Um, the second area of Dov Rechorv that was extraordinary about Dov Rechorv is that we also know that one of the questions you always ask when you go to the rub's going to ask you, and you, you want to know was last, when was the last time this item was used for Okay, so we, it, was, it was hot. There was, I used the milk of a spoon to stir my flesh in a pot. When was the last time the spoon was used? Because there's a concept in a locker, it has not been used in 24 hours. The flavor which is in the, in, in the, in the spoon is called pogum. And pogum is dealt with in a different, a different way in a halacha. So that doesn't apply to Dabrakar. There's no issue of pogum. When it comes to Dabrakar, pogum becomes irrelevant. The fact that the flavor is 24 hours, it doesn't make a difference. Less time we've got, doesn't apply to the Dabr Number two. Number three, the difference between Dabr Kharif and the regular halacha is a concept which is referred to in halacha as Noisin Tam Bar Noisin Tam, or also known to as Nat Bar Nat. So, uh, the contraction for Noisin Tam Bar Noisin Tam. So, the concept in halacha is that a flavor goes from a food. If I cook a, cook something in my, in, my, in, my, in, a, in a pot, so there's a, there's an absorption of flavor from the food into the wall of the pot. That's called a noisin tam. That it puts a flavor from the food into the wall of the pot. I clean out the pot, empty it out, totally clean it out. But within 24 hours, I 
put something else in there, we assume that the flavor goes from the wall of the pot into the food. That's called a noisentam, or a noisentam, but the flavor was a derivative of the flavor, which was a derivative of the original flavor. The original food created a flavor in the wall, and that flavor now went into the food. So it's called not bernat. Now, not bernat has significance in halacha when it comes to um, issues of milchitz and flachitz together. When I don't, all I have is not bernat. So um, the Morris example is the Morris says if I, if I take, if I have a, I have a, if I have a plate which I use for hot flachitz, so it absorbed flachitz of flavor. Now it's clean, and I put some hot fish on that plate. So the hot fish, fish now absorbs that flavor. I'm allowed to eat that fish with milk. And Morris says. Not by not, it's much to eat it together with, with milk. Now, what that means a lot of the milk is that's a different share at one point in time. Um hold that you would be allowed to khatkila, go and put it there with the tension to put it eat it with milk afterwards. And Ashkenazi will tell you that we don't do the khatkila. Um we don't, I can't go and cook up water in my fleshiga pot to make a cup of coffee and put milk in it. I can't do that. But if I did do that, I'm allowed to drink the cup of coffee. But not by, not, not by case of Dover Karth. There is this idea of a secondary flavor that the flavor gets reduced through the process of going into the wall and from the wall into the food. So into the power of a food doesn't apply to the case of a Dover Karth. So Dover Karth wouldn't have the heter of not by not. Yeah. If you boil hot water, not mention of making the of the coffee, but the water was already boiled, and you decide you want a cup of coffee after it's already hot, are you allowed to then take that water and make your coffee? Um. Yes. Not not everybody agrees with that, but the answer is yes. Does that sound sound Jewish? Sounds like my husband. (laughs) What? Sounds like your husband. Okay. I remember once there was, it was, it was a rub in Cleveland, this rub with this big beard and this big hat. You know, he was saying some one of these halachas of not not the situation. Like, oh, and the lady says, I can't do that. He says, Rabbi, ladies, I am not a reformed rabbi. I'm not a reformed rabbi, I promise you. I'm not a reformed rabbi, but it's mutter. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's the third area which was extraordinary about the halachas of Dabra Chorif, that it, it doesn't have the concept of, of, of so you don't need heat. Pogum doesn't play a role. Uh, not Bernat doesn't play a role. Um, the fourth area is in the world of Kavush. So the case where, also a case where it's not through heat, we, all, we, we, we recognize there's another way for, for absorption of flavor to take place, not through heat. If I leave, um, if I have a fleshiga pot, and I put water in there, and the water sits in that pot for 24 hours, that water becomes fleshiga. There's no heat. Kavush is come a bushel. The fact that it sits in, the item, in there for 24 hours, it becomes, it gets the flavor of, the, it gets that status of the, of the container. So if I have a fleshiga container, we'll define what that fleshiga means in a second, um, and I leave something in there for 24 hours, it becomes fleshiga, even though it's a part of a, a, part of a food, food item. Or vice versa. Um, that's only true if there's liquid there. If it's totally, if it's totally dried, it doesn't apply. So if I store, I have a flasher container and I store flour in there, which is totally dried, it, it doesn't, doesn't change its status. That's only relevant if this container had flavor in it, which absorbs through heat. In other words, it was used for actual hot. Otherwise, it's not what makes the flasher. What made the container flasher to start with. But the, the, the time it takes to absorb is 24 hours. 
not by the Rechorv. The Rechorv, the time it takes it to absorb, is uh, is whether it's 18 minutes or 10 minutes. Is that cold and hot water? Does mean, it doesn't matter. Well, once the clean is a place of the clean because it was absorbed through heat, now if I put cold water in there, right, so it'll become fleshy, right? So if I have a if I have a if I put out crane on my Shabbos suda by the on the table in a in a fleshiga bowl and it sits in that fleshiga bowl which was used with hot for twenty for if it sits in there for sit for eighteen minutes that's fleshiga crane so I can't use that crane afterwards I, can't, I couldn't mix it with, the, with, with some type of a milk dish I couldn't mix it with that afterwards it'd be also, it'd be, the, the crane became flesh so the, so the fourth area where, where double carb is extraordinary even if you didn't let's say you don't put hot in that bowl but you wash it in your dishwasher if you don't put hot in the bowl but you wash it in the dishwasher would not be, that, that would not be an issue because the um that which we say that double carb is not doesn't worry about pug. The fact that it's a bad flavor that's only a pug which was developed because it became stale on the walls of the food. But a flavor which which is intrinsically pug, it can't correct. So the we assume that any flavor I have a bowl which I don't really use for for flashings in any real way, any hot flashings in any real way. But I put in my flashing dishwasher together with detergent etc. So the flavor is going in pug. With, because of the detergents, so that's already since it's going in pogum, so that's a different uh, that, that the dermacarp wouldn't cor- be able to correct that. And what's the flashing that you can't eat it with, like alongside any milkers at all? Like it's, it's really mamish flashings. It's mamish flashings. You cannot eat it with other milkers. If, if it's under let's say you did it by mistake, and so you caught yourself before the eighteen minutes. So, so then it's that's powerful. Okay. Um, there's a, there's a fifth area where uh, where the Rikar possibly has halacha. That's is it, that there's a discussion in halacha whether bishul with a klisheni, the, the klisheni whether it has a not a klirishim but klisheni it has the ability to take flavors and put it into the wall of the kli or take out from the, the wall of the kli. Excuse me. Um, but the Chavistah says when it comes to the Brachorov, even a Klisheni would have the ability to take in, in and out flavors out of a Kli, even in a Klisheni. In the case of Bishel, in a Dabr, by a Dabr, of a Brachorov, in a Klisheni, would, again, it would be able to take, it wouldn't cook, but it has the ability to be maflit and mavliya, to, to take flavors out and put flavors into the Kli. So those are the four or five areas where there's something extraordinary about the idea of Dabrachorov. Yes. The glass might be different, but the, let's assume. Let's assume not. But we, we, let's assume not. Okay. Now, so that's like the introduction. You've been assuming that glass is different. Is that a problem? Like I use my measuring cups because they're glass for various different things all the time. Glass. Um, assuming that you're uh, using it for hot, you mean? You know, say hot yeah. oil. Oh uh, well. I, for like boiling hot soup, if I'm measuring that, I do auto flechek one, but but like I would, I can't promise that they've never touched any hot flechek. Well, in the average scenario, it's not the Ricardo, so then it's just, it's not a big deal. If I'm measuring out onions, they are. If I'm measuring out 
I'm mentioning that. I don't know, garlic. I don't know, whatever it is. Okay, so the... the, the the, 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 just putting onions, the number of into a container without any pressure. Uh-huh. There is a one opinion if it's, if it's wet, it might have, you should be careful not to do that. But but yeah, but it's not going to affect any flavor. Any flavor. Squeeze garlic into the measuring. Right, so that would not that would not make it make it you know it would not absorb flavor in that situation. At least not but yeah, but for sure not. Okay, so now. So let's go back to number one. Number one was, and again, I'm gonna go, I want to explain the halachas, and then we'll go through some examples. Um, so we said there's a concept called, normally the transfer of flavor requires heat, by the or something which is sharp, it does not require heat, but it does require what's called ducha de sakina. That either it's cooking, that's a different, you know, that's with heat, but a case where it's not cooking, a case where it's cold, it absorbs together with ducha de sakina through pressure. That pressure does not have to, the example the more gave was a knife. But we, that's clear in the law, it's not limited to a knife. It's a, the example the morgue gives was a case of a, a maducha, which is a mortar and a pestle, where it's crushing. It's a crushing process. So it, it'll be an, an, a, a cutting process, a crushing, it would be a crushing process, it'll be um, uh, a blender, chopping, grating, all of those things have the status like of, of this, the, the, the same power as Ducha the Sakina. That it would 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 affect a halach a transfer of flavor by double cordiv, um even without heat. Okay, that's number one. Number two, this halach of ducha. So, how far does the concept of ducha go? So, there is a uh, there's an opinion in halacha which we which we are concerned about. Uh, you know, Biddy Avid, you'll have to you can ask ask halacha lemaisa to ask, but in the chachilas for sure. Um, so I have a cutting board, and I have a fleshiga knife, and I have a power of a cutting board. This is a question I get once once in a while, right? So somebody says, "Well, they cut onions on their on their power of a cutting board with their fleshiga knife." So what's the status of the so the so the knife is fleshiga, the onion is fleshiga. What's the status of the cutting board? So the Chachamazadim says the cutting board is now fleshiga. So not only does it take a flavor from the knife into the onion, the combination of the pressure of the knife and the onion puts a flavor into the board. Does it matter if the board is glass? So the question of glass, we, we, you know, if you assume glass doesn't, uh, doesn't absorb, so then you, you, it would be, be true over here also. That's what, you know, at, least, at least for sure in the video evidence, for sure you would say that. So you said it does or it doesn't the Where, in the case of glass, you're saying? No. It transfers into the board. It does transfer into the board. Right, so... The, so at least in the Chalkilas, we're sure we're, we're, we're not like that. In the case of Bidi Evans, you know, a person then used that board, which is now Fleshig, and they cut a, they took their parva knife, and they cut onions on their parva knife on their seemingly parva board, but they not found out there's this Fleshig, so now it's going to work the other way around. And now you have Fleshig onions. onions. And that's, that's the Chalkilas. Is there a video of it or no? It's the Gale of so you better ask the rabbi. Um, there are some sheetas which argue about it, so you know, in the cases of video of the Chalkila person should be, very, should be very careful with that. Is the knife get affected by that? Okay, next question is what happens to the knife? So let's change the scenario. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about the scenario later on, but I can talk about it now. Um, so let's start an easy scenario. Person, forget about the cutting board. So, you know, I cut my, my take a flesh like a knife, it's clean. It hasn't been used in three days. It hasn't used with hot flesheks. I cut some steak, hot steak, three days ago. Haven't used it anything hot in three days. I cut an onion. Totally clean knife. So the onion is now flesheks. 
because even though it's more than three, it's more than twenty-four hours. It doesn't doesn't make a difference when it comes to Dover Kharif. So I have a flesh of onion. Now I take my soy I shouldn't have done that. So I put that away, pull my parva knife, and I start cutting my onion with my parva knife. My parva knife is now fleshy. So it works multi-directional. So now, the, the scenario, which of course I've, I've, I've gotten, which is, which is worse than that, of course, is... Now you use the onions for something. Well, before that, as the person pulled out a milk and a knife and decided to cut with a milk and a knife, so now I have a tray for onion. If I use a milk and a knife, so now I had flesh and flavor going to the onion, and I have milk and flavor going into the onion, so the onion is, is trafe, and the milk and a knife is also trafe. I have to capture the milk and a knife. Then, of course, usually what happens then is the person tells them they put it into their milk in a frying pan with cheese, you know. And that's usually what happens, you know. And there's spatula, and then they, then they, and some, and a fork, and then they mix up the fork and the dishwasher. You know, that's usually how the story goes. There's something like that. You know, um, um, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes like, answer, so, but I mean, one more step. I said, oh no, what happened now? <laughs> Told one person he actually had one which I think was like seven steps. Said, you have to write this up. I'm use this on the beginner for the year day of Like write up all the steps. What do you pass all the steps? Okay. Um, so it's a transfer from the cutting board to the to the onion to the knife all at the same time. Yeah. Okay. They now sell fixed wall knives at What? They now sell uh, fixed. Fix, but the Israeli knives in A to Z. Yeah. Just go get another knife. <laughs> right, okay. That's how many things you've messed up in. Okay. Um, okay. Um, Do you say the knife had to have been used for flesh like, like hot flesh At some point in time. Now, now that is a little bit of a saving grace. One time a person, a woman came and asked me, she said, you know, she had a, she used a milk knife to cut the onion. I says, when was the last time you used this milk? Did you ever use a milk knife for hot? Cutting hot, something hot? She said, no. I said, okay, so then it's irrelevant. It's not a milk knife, as far as I'm concerned. Sharp, like cheese. Sharp cheese. Yeah. Because it's cheese, it's not a hot thing. Like it's sharp cheddar cheese. Mm-hmm. In general, I've not found that the place can consider sharp cheese a double core for this purpose. That, but like, um, what's it called? Um, like the jack, the pepper jack, it, it would be. Right, like you know the cheeses that have like um, jalapeno peppers in them. Jack cheeses. I don't, but okay, now I do. Um, yes, yeah, theoretically, that, okay, <laughs> theoretically, <laughs> theoretically, that would be an issue. Yeah, that, that would that would be theoretically an issue. You'd have that situation. Yes. Um, yes, I am. Yeah, it's a lettuce bowl. Yeah, it's a lettuce bowl. Not spicy. We'll get the spicy. Spicy is the Bukharv. Some of the original Balea was um, through heat with the Yatsa lettuce bone. Okay. Um, interesting halacha. So, a, a, the, the waiting of. Uh, yes? I'm sorry. Um, you can have the cutting boards stored next to each other, right? That's, That's not a problem. That's not a problem. Okay. Okay. Just make sure they're, they're marked well. Just no, I'm saying if I have like the plastic ones that way when I mess up because you always do, you can throw them away and they get whatever is easier. And but you keep like the green one and the blue one and the yellow one and whatever all next to each other. That's fine. Like, that's fine. Okay. Um, the the person cuts his onion with a flesh of a knife. Now you have a flesh of onion. He sits down and he has 
a part of a meal with these pleasure onions. Does he have to wait twenty? Does he have to wait twenty six hours uh, afterwards? Allah is no. Kavagar says no. There's no. There's no Allah waiting six hours after the fleshig tam um, going into this onion. So the, fle- the onion is considered fleshig, and you mix it together with milchik, you have major headaches. But you don't have to wait six. 20, you don't have to wait six hours before you eat actual milchiks afterwards. So is that the same thing with the chrein? The chrein that's had in the dish, and like you, let's say you have it for Sunday lunch with your, you know, just fish and. and correct. Crane. Right. So then you, you don't have to wait six hours. Correct. Correct. Like. Yes, as long as it's not together. Now, what about the other way around? So that you had you had the flashings, and you had a situation where you have a milchika onion. Okay, you cut a you cut an onion with a, a bona fide milchik knife, means that it been used for hot cheese, which was Yatsaleta's bow, something of that sort. So it's a bona fide milchika knife, it's a bona fide milchika onion. Now I had flesh for lunch, and I want to eat some, an, hour, an hour later, I want to eat these onions. Can I eat these onions within six hours after I ate flesh So that is a machloikas, and uh, you could be makele on that and assume that, that goes, it, that's also permitted. So it works both ways. Now there, there are some places which are mocked, but Rabbi Asher was a cell with Makel on that. You don't have to wait. You don't have to wait six hours in that situation. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed that. Well, how does that look different? So we posit it's not. It's not. There are opinions that say it's different. We posit it's not. So it works both ways. How does the first scenario was that I had a, I had this fleshiga onion, and I wonder can I have milkshakes afterwards. Yeah. Second scenario was I had fleshigs okay. and I want to eat a milkshake onion. That's, that's the scenario that okay. Um, okay, what's considered a a, a for, for the, the purposes of halacha? Um, so, the example which the Mark gives, the Mark gives two examples. One of them is called snow, which is radishes. The other one is called chilsis, which we're not clear in halacha what exactly chilsis is. It's some very, very uh, sharp type of a, something like jalapeno peppers, something of that sort, which is very sharp. Um, uh, onions are considered a davrachorif. Garlic, grain is considered davrachorif. Lemons, lemon juice, uh, a very salty fish. Uh, olives are considered aloha to be considered davrachorif. Some p- people claim maybe the American olives are not. Uh, the fish, fish, fish. Like, you know, like the strong, you know, strong salted fish. So if you have. Um Olives in the Tupperware, like after you open a can, and they sit in the Tupperware, let's say uh, milk, like they become milk like olives. Correct. Um, again, but you, you have to. Was your Tupperware really milk? You know, was it ever really used for hot? Did you really put real hot milk in there? It's not necessarily. Um, um, it's hard to remember, like if you label it as mochig, I don't know about anybody else. Yeah, yeah. Last two years, have I used this for anything hot? <laughs> um, if you use it in the microwave, you would probably have a situation, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. Um, brine, so uh, something which is which which may melach, which is you know brine or chametz, which is vinegar, so that creates the issue with pickles. Uh, pickles, therefore, get get a dinner with a that the the. Example of that, we said, you know, the, the idea of Duchel the Sakin is not limited to the knife, so I puncture my pickle with a fork to pull the pickle out of the. So I just made that pickle the gender, say if the fork has never been used with anything hot, right? But I have a flashing a fork, I used it with hot meat to cut hot meat, you know, at some point in time. So 
Now I have a flesh of a pickle. So now it sits in the brine, so then the, the flavor goes from the pickle into the brine. And then the whole jar is flavored. And then if you do that once with milk, a milk good thing, now you have a major headache. Yes? So can I use, I don't have a car fork. Can you? Okay. I honestly don't have um, the, the, um, Can you use, like, let's say I want to mash something like a banana, I'm making banana muffins. I can use flesh or milk fork to mash, and it's still, because it's not harif. Correct. I, it's par. Right. Everything's par. Right. Okay, the pressure doesn't. It means nothing. The question about the brine. So if you, if you take that pickle out with a flea shake. The pickle is flea shake, and like, you pull it out right away. It's not a problem. The, 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 you have 18 minutes. Right. You have 18 minutes so for the, the brine. The remaining brine in the jar is not a Right, but if you, put, if you decide to put the... You cut, take your plate, cut it with your knife, put, the, put it back, so that's not a good idea, because, you know, you cut your... You made this pickle, flea milk, and then you get, you, can, you know, the scenario could be you cut it on the plates, so even if the knife is not a problem, maybe the plate is a problem, so you have the plate, you have the knife, you have the pickle, you have the brine, you have the fork, you have all the things you have to be aware of when you're dealing with pickles. Um, now, in the Bidiyavids, maybe it's mutter. In the Bidiyavids, some of these might be mutter, so you want to, these are definitely how to do it properly, the chachila. If, if somebody has a question, you know, which had happened in Lamaisa, you can pick up a phone and ask a, ra- a rabbi. He might tell you that it's mutter. I just want to tell you there are some, some coolers out there. Um, there is a discussion about very sharp, um, sour, sour uh, fruits, like sour apples, etc. Um, and there some say that's not considered, um, a, 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 that's not considered a Dovrakharif. Mustard. Now, anything with now anything which is which is very spicy, a strong spice, is considered a double carb for this purpose. Can you uh, go through some of those because I feel like garlic, onions, mustard. Like what else? And does it apply to things that are mustardy? Like if I am making a dish and I add a bunch of mustard powder. Uh, so now, so so the the, the, the says that when I have a mixture of non carb and carb together, it depends on rife. That's what the Ramah says. Comes along the Taz, the majority. Comes along the Taz, which is one of the before Shem and the Shulchan Aruch, and he says, you don't need exactly roiv, but what you need is that the Kharifis is extremely tasty, um, extremely uh, palpable. palpable in the food. All right, it has to be, so, you know, have, add a little bit of, you know, I spice my foods up, you know, that, that's not a problem. If, I'm a, if I have it make a very, very spicy dish, so I'd have an issue of... of you know, that's what they call it, kharif, you know, for reasons. So, so that would be an issue of a dover kharif. So, so like a gar- garlic on something, Right, so the garlic itself, when you're cutting, you have to wear it. Same way, once you put the garlic on the chicken, that's, that's not going to make your, your chicken into a kharif. I make a par of salad, and I'm careful that I use a par of knife and a par of thigh board, but I put it in a container that perhaps at one point went in my microwave, that whole thing becomes fleshy. A container of... If it, if it sits for 24 hours. Right. right. Um, and it's wet. It was, I'm assuming there's some wetness to it. Right? Without wetness, it wouldn't be a problem, right? Garlic powder that, that you get, like, is, is that not perfect? That's not considered the same? I don't think, I, I mean, and I, now you lose me. You know, at some point in time, I don't know, what the, these spices don't mean anything to me. You have to be asking the wrong half of the equation. Yeah, but you can totally <laughs> taste 
go like this and taste it. It's not, it doesn't burn your mouth. It's right. the same as salt for all of this. And now, I mean, the, the, the salt actually has, <laughs> okay. Um, um, now, the person that seek about, you know, I, you know, at least in their, their, um, their root form, so it talks about, it talks about ginger, it talks about these things, it says ginger is the center of Dover Court. You, know, you get a thing, a piece of ginger, and you, it, it's, it's a very pungent, very strong flavor. If it's just a minimal amount of liquid, that's not what wouldn't make it flesh. I mean, you know, it's, it's, there's some amount of liquid pooling on the bottom. You're back to your back to your, your scenario of coming, sitting in the, the just a little liquid, and that's not what we're talking about. Someone's covered. I mean, there's there's some liquid there. So you, you you put you added some lemon juice and some vinegar, etc. And it's pooling on the bottom. So that's pooling on the bottom. It's pooling there. That's a covered situation. So, so, Mr. Chobis' scenario was it was a regular was it was not even a carb situation. This was a side issue. It was if I have a non-carb salad and make everything carb, etc., and now it sits in a flasher container, which had been used for actual hot flashings, does the, the salad become flashing? So, just the fact that it's a little bit wet is not, not what we're talking about. But if it would be, it would be, there's a significant gathering of liquid on the bottom, you would have a problem. It would be harder if it would be, it would be 18 minutes. That's that makes things more exciting. Okay, um, um, so it has to be a significant, a significant flavor to get it in a chorif. Okay, um, so when it comes to one scenario which I've had this happen, I've had the Shiloh more than once, so a person told me, so they cut their um, onion with a fleshiga knife, and they put it into their blender. So the, the blender's knives, the same way we said the flavor goes from the knife into the onion, the flavor goes from the onion back into the blender knife. So the blender itself is not fleshing, but the knives of the blender are now a question. Or now the car should be fleshing. So um, the answer over there is we assume it's a problem, and therefore preferably a person should kosher them. A person cannot kosher them for whatever reason. There are some places which are going to be matter. That was the... Bidi Abbott, the flavor would not go back. Right? So in the case of Bidi Abbott, that's what you, you should be asking, you should be asking, you know, asking a shayla. But the chachila, in that situation, a person would have to kosher, would have to kosher the, the, not the whole blender, but the knives, or if you have a food processor or something of that sort. So if you can take those knives out and kosher them, uh, you, would, you have to kosher them. The kashing process would be the process of a gol. Let's sit 24 hours, clean, you pour it, and you, you immerse it into, uh, into, uh, into boiling hot water. Um, okay. Slicers, choppers, shredders, graters, forks, knives, uh, pestles, all those things, fine. Um, The amount absor- of, absor- of, of, of absorption is equivalent to the amounts. You know, as I cut my onion with a knife, so I cut it one time. So we assume that the amount of flavor which was absorbed was the amount of the not the place the, the, the amount of the knife touched the onion and the thickness of the knife. So theoretically, now if I take my onion, I put it now, 
And then it will say with the, with the milk with a knife, and I put it into my chicken soup. There's 60 times in the chicken soup more than the amount of the flavor which has been absorbed into the onion. So, but yeah, but that's that. So that that soup will be will, will be fine, um, including the onion. That's different than your average case. You know, the onion is is bona fide, halachically, problematically, fleshig or mich, you know, something of that sort. I, I cooked it directly with that. I put it. In, I you know, have to take the onion out. Everything else will be mutter. But over here, the onion itself becomes mutter also. There's no way if you like start cutting, you know, like oh no, to like then take a part of it and like cut off that section, right? <laughs> okay, so yeah, we're gonna get there. Um, like, oh no. So like this. So if you're a smarty. So the answer is you remove what's called kadenatila. Now kadenatila is um, the thick, this much, this thick. It's about an inch. It's the thickness of the joints of the thumb across. It's about an inch. You take that off, and the rest of the the, the rest of the item is totally powered. If you're an Ashkenazi, so the Ramboa says that we, we're we're nergelachatila that the whole onion becomes milchik fleshik, whatever the scenario might be. He agrees, but he avid. That's not so. So, like, if it's your last onion and you realize after through your cut, is that considered a vidyavid or like chatkila? It's called a chatkila. If once I you mix, once you make the dish, right? One, but once you mix it already, if you came to me, you already mixed it with bilchix. Okay. So I, if I already mixed it, then I can eat it. But I can't be like, oh, it's my last onion. I really need it, so I can. Right. <laughs> now. Um, correct. That's not called Bidiyev. That's not called Bidiyev, right? Um, <laughs> That's what good neighbors are for. Now, um, let, let's say the person says, listen, you know, you know, I sat down before I put it in, I tasted but the taste of the onion. I didn't taste any flashings on the onion. You know, right? You know, so... Um, so apparently, for whatever reason, you know, this knife must have been, must have been a, not really been able to do its job. So what happens over there? So... Um, it's relevant in a locha in a bidiyavid situation. We don't we don't rely on that lachachila. I can't say I tasted it, everything's fine, so I'm allowed to go put it into my milchix. But if you did put it into your milchix, you tell me that you're a person who knows what you're doing, you tasted it, bidiyavid, we would be mutter. So you're, you always want to protect yourself, just make sure you taste all your onions beforehand. <laughs> that's, not so realistic, that's not so realistic, I don't think. Okay. Um, let's go through two scenarios. So, okay. Um, some I've seen in some swarms, some which have come to me, etc. Okay, first scenario. Um, so I have an onion and I cut it with a clean meat knife and I mix it with cold dairy. So what do I do? I remove the onion and I can eat, eat the food. It's called dairy, so it's not a problem. Nothing's happened. Nothing's happened other than that the onion is, is fleshing. I can't eat it with what's called dairy. So I take the milk, I take the onion, the onion out and I'm okay. Okay. Um, Um, the onion, I cut the onion with a power of a knife on a, on a flay sugar plate. So we said, so the onion becomes flay shakes. Now, if I then take that onion and I mix it with milchik, right, so I have a flay sugar onion mixed with milchik, so the heart should be a problem. There is an opinion which holds that that it might be mutter, so you should definitely ask a child in that situation. Situation, you should ask. That situation was a power of a knife on a flesh of a plate. Not that it was a flesh of a knife. It was a power of a knife on a flesh of a plate. So on the chatkila, for sure, remember, in the case you mixed it already, it might be mutter. So you have to ask a child in that situation. Making sense? Yeah. Okay. I cut my onion, let's say, for example, uh, with a milk knife 
on a flesh you can play. So the onion is also. The onion is considered flesh, except milk is together. It's a milk, like a knife, flesh, like a plate. Good, so the onion is out. Now, what's the status of the knife? What's the status of the plate? Right? So, the same way this flavor is, is the milk, like a flavor, and the flesh, like a flavor joining in the onion, they're also joining in the, in the knife and in the plate. So, what do you do in that situation? That's also a case where maybe video have it might be mutter. So, you'd want to ask a child in that situation. The knife and the plate. What? The knife and the plate. Both of those would be questionable. Does that have anything to do with how quickly you realize you've done it? I mean, time-wise? Um, as, as long as you got down to the point where you're pressing down into the, into, 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 into the, into the plate, you're in trouble. Okay. Um, I grated an onion onto a flesh of a plate. Um, there was no pressure directly. I just I was grating. And the, I had a plate there, and I, I was had my grater, and I was grating the onion. So it's falling on top over there. So the grater is parv, right? So in that situation, the the, the onion would remain parv because there's no pressure, which is going directly between the onion and the plate. You know, there's pressure on the onion on the grater, but not, that that's that's between the onion and the grater. There's no there's no connection between the onion and the plate. So um, that would remain parv, but you should not do that lechatchila. It would not be going to do lechatchila. Um, see, even with that, as long as there wasn't, if there wasn't a significant amount of liquid sitting there, so then, but yeah, but I'm going to tell you that it's going to, it's going to, um, no. What, if it would sit there for 18 minutes, you'd have a problem. Yeah. With or without liquid? Um, it has to have some liquid, but you don't need significant liquid for that. Um, let me think about that. Kavush. Kavush needs some love. It can't, it can't be. It can't just be just moist. It has to be this liquid. It can't be just moist. Yes. Okay. Um, person cut, cut an onion with a flesh like a knife. Cooked it into a part of dish, and removed the onion. Mixed the, mix, the rest of the di- dish with milchik. Okay, I got this, Shaila. Um, person cut the onion with with the with a flesh like a knife, mix it into a part of a dish, cooked it with a part of a dish. Mixed, cooked it. Cooked it. Cooked it in the power, Removed the onion and mixed the rest of the food with with milk. How can you cook? What's cooked? What? What? You had it. Right. Cut it in half. Put a half an onion in, cooked it, right? Pulled it out, and mixed it with milk. So, but yeah, but that's motor. But yeah, but that situation is motor. The, the the logic behind it, I don't want to get involved in, but believe me, it's motor. Okay, um, sounds strange. Um, okay, we discussed the case of the cutting onion with with fleshing knife, then with a parvo knife, um, fleshing knife, and then a milk knife. Okay. Um, cut onion with a flesh knife blended in a power of a blender we discussed that case um, okay person took cold meat and onions don't ask me why somebody would do this but um, a person in, put into a, a power of a grinder 
So the fat that the onions that are there with the meat would allow the flavor of the meat to be absorbed into the grinder. So even if you could clean your grinder out perfectly, it's a place you could grind now. Because the onions are which are there together with the meats, and the grinding process would make the grinder into 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 flashes. The same thing would happen if you were, I don't know, some muscle whatever man, and you were making a smoothie or whatever, and you had some dabar harif, I don't know, a ginger smoothie, I have no clue, whatever it is, and you had milk in there, then your blender would become milchig? Um... Yeah, if you'd be pressing against the ginger. Pesto. It's always like, okay, you have to make the pesto first, and then you have to take it out and add in all the Parmesan cheese. I can't just add the Parmesan cheese into my blender and have it, be, and have it stay part, even though it's cold, because there's garlic in there, right? Am I correct? I don't, I don't, know, how, how, I don't know how much garlic there is. It, 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 be right. garlic. it tastes garlic, <laughs> yes. If it does, so then that would, that would be an issue. Okay. okay. Are we going to get into... Once the onion is being cooked? Yes. Okay. Now, so that's talking about cases of cutting, etc. What about cooking? So, there is, uh, there's one saving grace when it comes to cooking, is that once a food has been cooked, specifically onions, you know, but, uh, they say it for sure by onions, once it's been cooked for a period of time, we assume that it loses its sharpness. So, onions which are fried for a while, they, they're not sharp anymore or they've been cooked in water, they're not sharp anymore. In the beginning they are, but eventually they lose that. So, um, okay, so let's go through a few scenarios. So that, just keep that in mind. Um, so the first scenario was a person fried onions in a, in a milchika frying pan, so, so the, fr- the onions will become, uh, will become uh, milchika, obviously. That's, 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 that's simple. Um, now, a person... We'll build up the cases. A person cut an onion with a milch, with a fleshiger knife. He added to a part of a pot of soup. Um, so but the onions went in fleshiger already. So the fact that you cooked them afterwards will not help you. You're just cooking fleshiger flavor into your part of a pot. So the the soup is um, unless there would be sixty times the soup to the amount of fl- flavor you'd have in the onions. Are you allowed to add water to make that happen? No. <laughs> Um, so we here, here. So we can't eat the soup with milk. What about the, what's the status of the pot? It was a part of a pot to start with, so the pot remains part. In that situation, the pot remains part because the flavor left the onion. See, so there's no din of not or not regards to the flavor in the onion. But the flavor from the onion into the into the pot is a not or not situation. So, at least uh, in the case of a bidiyavid, we'll consider the pot still, still considered part. But you said the soup is flesh. The soup, the soup is like you cannot eat with milchik, right? It wouldn't make you. You'd be allowed to eat milchik right afterwards, right? But you couldn't eat it with milchik. Um, but the pot is part of still. So, can you serve it? What kind of dish would you put it in? What would Plastic. <laughs> Disposable. <laughs> well, I guess if you're, you're saying, if, saying, in fact, you can have it, you can have milk, you can't eat it together, but you can, there's no limitation, so what are you serving it with? Yeah. Right. So once you've cooked it ready, so the onions are not harf anymore, so that will not that will not. Yeah, I could use an emergency 
Correct. And it would say parv. And that, 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 that doesn't matter how the onions are cooked. It could be sautéed or... Like, doesn't make a difference. Okay. Right. As long as they're cool. They're cool. They're cooled up. Correct. And cooled off means be not yet to let us go. Not yet to let us go. Wait, wait, wait. Your question is if it's a milchig soup, you're saying? Right. Oh, okay. If I have a cold milk of the soup and I take a part of a <laughs> blender, it's sort of, it's, even though it's fresher, but, yeah. but everything, it's, it stays par. Uh, so even if I would tell you that the onion was a milk of the onion, but once it's lost its power of a car, it's not going to put any flavor into the, into the blender. Correct, you can do that. Okay. Um, Okay, it was a, it was a, um, it was a power of an onion, it was, you, you know, you, you cut your onion with a power of a knife, you put it into a power of a frying pan, and you were frying, and you're very good with that, and then you pulled out a flayshig fork, and you um, moved it around. So, in that situation, so that would depend when, when it was in the process. It was later in the process, already lost its harifas, so nothing's going to happen to your power of a pan. Um, your power panel will remain part. If it was earlier on, where it was still sharp, so that the, the flavor would go from take the onions will take the flavor out of the fleshig fork and make themselves fleshig, and then they can turn around and make your. Um, in the case of the frying, they're going to turn around. There's no there's no water in between, or there's minimal oil in between. It's going to turn around and make your fleshig onions are going to make your your pot. The chachil is going to be fleshig. Chachil should kasher it. Um, it matters as you said the, the point at which you do this like how harif they are at this point correct so if you do it later on in the process it's been cooking for a while it's been, it's been frying for a while or cooking for a while so it loses its harifas so um, the exact number I don't know it probably depends on, not all, not all on, we're mock we're all onions we consider them harif now the reality is some onions are sharper than others and then that, we do take that into consideration you know when you just pass the halacha do take that into consideration so, I want how, not that it's going to be mutter, but at least when I'm discussing the issue of how long it was cooking for, so I start with the milder onion, and it's been cooking for you know a minute or two. I might be makele if it's very very strong flavored onion. My minute or two, I might say no. It's still probably still considered harv. So the way I always assumed that it went was whether or not they become translucent or transparent. You know how I think they are cooked till translucent. That to me means that it's not. Is that like an I don't know. I don't, I've never seen that brought down as a, a criteria, but you know, I, I can't tell you you're wrong. I've I've heard that, I've never seen it. I've never seen it, you know, given as a criteria. Okay, um, so here's the, the, ca- the case which I get the most. Um, so a person cut an onion with a flesh a knife and put it into a milk like a frying pan. So it's a flesh it's a flesh onion. It's going in right now. It's carved, and it's in a, and it's it's, a, it's in a. It's a milk of a frying pan. So the onion is flesh of milk, so it's also a to the onion. It's also. You cannot feed it to your dog. It's also. You can't have any hano out of it. So you can't do anything with it. It's flesh of onion. Um, now, the question, of course, is so what's the status of your frying pan? So your milk of a frying pan now enjoyed having a tray of onion in it. So, Pasha, you have to kasha your frying pan. Now, here's the challenge. The challenge is what, what, what process do you do to kosher your frying pan? So the process of koshering, there's two processes of koshering, which, which are the most, two most common processes are what's known as hagala and libu. 
Hagola is you take the thing, you make it totally clean, 24 hours is not used, you immerse it in boiling hot water um, till the water gets boiling again, you pull it out, you run it under cold water immediately, and it's done. And you can even do that if it doesn't fit in your, your boiling hot water, you can do it half at a time, everything is fine. problem with that is that works for things which absorb with liquid. But over here, it absorbed directly, it was frying directly on it, so you had maybe a little layer of minimal layer of oil there just it shouldn't burn or it was Teflon or something of that sort so the, the, the assumption in that situation it doesn't go in through liquid it has to go out through direct heat and you, you need Libra so doing Libra on a frying pan is um, is a little more intense shall we say especially if it's a Teflon frying pan that's ending a Teflon frying pan um, so you'd, end up, you'd have to throw out the frying pan so at that point in time, with the question you have to throw the frying pan, there are some there are some bitty habits which might, might make it mutter, and you have to ask a rabbi in the situation that might be mutter. Um, the same thing, let's say you used used your milk like a spatula, of course, while you were stirring this or to move this your milk like a, um, silicon spatula to move this onion around in this your Teflon frying pan. So you have the same question on your spatula. Um, I don't know how expensive spatulas are. I don't know what. What? So you just throw it out. You know that the header of hefsid on the spatula is a little more difficult than on the frying pan. You know, you know, you had the so that would be harder to to make in that situation. Okay, I think I covered everything I wanted to cover. Okay, um, I wanted to talk about and then I, I just I told someone to do it and I just never did it. Um, I wanted to go through some of the lachas of, of onions. I think we think you asked me about going to the lochas of, of cut onions overnight, uh, all those issues of onions. Um, I had prepared it. I don't have it with me, I don't, uh, so I don't want to do that. Maybe a different time we'll do that. Um, I have a question for you ladies. So the original plan to do the next year was going to be, uh, turned out to be the night of the production, uh, March 4th. Um, that was next Monday in the, in the, in the schedule. The Monday after perm didn't make too much sense. Um, it's still recovery mode. So the question, um, not the not you know, the women are recovering from the fact of what the men did on perm. Um, um, so my question is, would would Wednesday night, March sixth, make sense? Would that be an acceptable night? I think that's my question. Wherever is it? Uh, Wednesday nights any different than I mean, Thursday nights? I know are not a good night for ladies. It's Arab, it's Arab Shabbos already, and it's almost Arab Pesach already at that point in time. Um, so I wouldn't consider a Sunday even as an as a havamina because Sundays are for it's Arab Pesach you're busy cleaning but a Wednesday night should work I think I'm assuming a Wednesday night would work so let's assume for Wednesday so Wednesday night March 6th next year that'll be the, the that'll be the Pesach year getting ready for Pesach year which we said it last year we said it two years ago we said three years ago and uh, but it's good to do Chazar and there's always something new to learn